Welcome to Copy Podcast. I'm Emma. And I'm Ali. Every fortnight, we play for you a short story from Spineless Wonders, and then we have a chat about it while we get extremely caffeinated. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sticking with the traditional Blend 43 because it's important to me to support not local industry. (laughs) (laughs) I don't actually know where they make Blend 43, but it's still the greatest. (laughs) And meanwhile, I'm in denial that I have like a millimeters left worth of ice soy latte in my cup. I'm really sorry. I know. I keep looking down at like through the peephole being like, no. Let's get another one. And it's true. That would be three, but oh well. (laughs) So I've chosen a story for today called Movements and it's going to be read by Alana Hicks and it's by Alana Hicks. Yeah. So there you go. Enjoy. Three women walkers. I'll put some towels out. People will want to swim in the pool. Man sitting angry. It's your money. Do what you bloody well want with it. Travelling lady. Her suitcase bumps along the broken brick. Recording bicycle man swishes past with a camera helmet and his perspective of me catches mine of his. Woman gesticulating emits loud caw sounds as she flaps her arms about her head in heights of storytelling. Woman striding gunshot heels, measured, paced, posture, dead, straight, dude, man of accumulated ages, fine with it, rolls by on skateboard, stopping abruptly at the inevitable stairs. The jackhammer. The car alarm. The feather falls from a tree and floats backwards towards an indifferent sky. Nostrils burn with the overload. Cold wind and warm sun fight for dominance. Approaching work, connections cease, recalling all that fills its walls. The faraway sounds of laughter, the printer, the elevator. Noises that echo in my everyday bounce around in an empty chamber. I look to my level above, look to my feet, left, right. This world is more than sights and sounds and smells. It's more than that. And it's less. That was great. So why did you choose that one? There were so many reasons why I loved this story. So just to name a few. I loved, firstly, I was drawn to the title, Movements, Mm. because it made me think of like movements in a song, like variations on of a theme. Oh yeah. And it that was really reflected in the story. These things were all sort of fragments to build up a whole picture. It was all just like movements yeah. in a scene. Yeah. And I was really drawn to that. And the rhythms really recalled for me, it was kind of um echoing uh beats poetry. Okay, right, yeah. Hmm. So I, I just really enjoyed I really enjoy hearing stories that focus more on rhythm. It's a really great yeah. break because I think we consume a lot of stories that are very, you know, be- beautifully written and like literary or poetic. And then you hear these stories, which are also incredibly written, but they have this whole other different focus, which is rhythm and immediacy of pictures. And it's fragmented, but it builds a whole world and feeling. And I found that really unique and interesting yeah it's sort of these sorts of stories to me like they're not about telling a story as such Mm. they're about creating a world yeah that you know although you you know i'm I'm not left with any sort of amazing understanding of the the main protagonist as such Mm. but 
I can envision that street or yeah. that neighborhood that she's in inside of. Mm, mm. Um, or they, I mean, it's a yeah. female actor, but, mm. um, and, and kind of can really truly envision that sort of what in reality, I suppose would only be like a five second moment of time. Totally. Like, you can really see it. Mm. It kind of sounded to me as though it was an alien taking mm. notes on the street, <laughs> especially that bit, um, man of accumulated ages, fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> that combination just seemed like an alien describing an older person combined with just a human person on the street being like, they're cool with their age. Because <laughs> well, th- that was the person on a skateboard, wasn't it? On rollerblades on or roller something. <laughs> Because I did, I really liked that as well. That there was, I mean, because I, I always liked that sort of like sort of sni- snideness. I yes, guess, sometimes yeah. from my that little tone sneaking through. So when they're like so like lovely and accepting and like and all just people watching everyone, and then there's this still this little weird moment of like, look, he was on rollerblades. I'm gonna accept it, but I didn't <laughs> think it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he seems fine with it. <laughs> I also loved. And I think in doing this podcast, you realize things that you're drawn to in Mm. stories because things just keep popping up for me that I really love and I mention all the time. One of them is this zooming aspect and how in stories writers can so exquisitely go from a huge macro level, which in this story is the sky, like the indifferent sky. And then it zooms in really closely to the nostrils yeah and i just i just love that you feel like you're sort of hurtling through space as you inhabit this story yeah so i i really enjoyed that yeah the imagery oh. was great i also that that last it wasn't quite last sentence but that last segment of um the world is so much more mm. and so much less i that really stuck with me and i i even now, I'm like, I still don't think I've quite figured out what I love about it. Yeah, Just, I wanted to ask you, like, what do you think that means? Like, is it a positive thing or a negative thing? I didn't think it was sort of like either. It was sort of, I, I suppose it's you You see so much in, in. I feel like that's a real line in a lot of your epics and your mm. big stories about like, the world is so big and vast and lovely and 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 you know so much more than we can have a dream mm. which which i think everyone can say to an extent that they've felt that in mm. at least one way or another mm. but the idea of also that just to me it was sort of that a single sight or a single smell or a single moment in itself could also be bigger than the world mm. that the world is beautiful because it's a sum of all these parts. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that these parts can't be truly phenomenal in their own sense. And like magical in their own right. Yeah. And even when it's like she's just describing, you know, potentially, yeah, like a moment walking on the sidewalk Mm. or just watching from your veranda Mm. as people go by. But that that doesn't, you don't have to just consider it a part of a whole. Yeah. That you can consider it a whole on its own. Yeah. I think that's a really beautiful interpretation of that line. Yeah. Because I went straight for nihilism. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking, 
you know, that's true. The world is like greater than the sum of its parts and all of these parts when combined are so momentous and create the world as we know it. But they also don't mean anything and everything sucks. Like (laughs) (laughs) Each thing is still empty. Like the greater picture is still devoid of meaning. So I like your one. Oh, you know, because like it makes me think of like, you know, if I've been to the snow and and when you see that like completely pristine, untouched, fresh snow Mm. and it just looks amazing Mm. or like the perfect beach. Yeah. But there's no one there and the water is just that beautiful color. Yes. They're like, I have like this handful of moments in my memory that I'm like, for whatever reason, at that exact time, it was perfect. Yeah. And I have no idea what made it perfect, but it just Mm. was. I know, I know what you mean. There are moments where it's almost as if your humanity kind of brushes up against something epic and you don't know what that is, but you can feel it. Yeah. And, and it's the sublime. Yeah. And my brain will just go like, that's just a tree or it's just (laughs) snow or it's just a beach. But at the same moment, I'm just like, but I've never seen anything more beautiful. Like, Mm. yes. I mean, still devoid of meaning and we're all going to (laughs) die. Existentialism is important. (laughs) (laughs) I think it makes things more beautiful, though. Anyway, we're veering off. So, no, because I think that's what this story was sort of about. Was it? Well, because, like, in every single one of those moments that she's describing, like, you can use that as a a starting sentence to create a whole world in your head or you mm. can just leave it there and let yeah. it be the sound of high heels on a sidewalk mm. and never put any more meaning into it at all. Yeah. Or just, yeah, embrace it and let it go. But I think because the writer put the negative end of that final sentence mm. at the end, instead of, she could have flipped it around and mean like, uh, no, what was the line? It was um, the... This world is more than sights and smells, so much more. But then I, I've i summarized, yeah. to be honest. I mm. can't write that quickly. Yeah. Um, and then I've got, and less. But also not is something like what she said. Yeah. So if she'd gone like, this world is not more than the sum of its parts, but it could be more or something, that would be different because it would leave you on a sort of positive note. But because, she, because the writer snatches that away yeah. right at the end, it just made me feel a bit robbed or look at this beautiful world that i've created and all of these moments in time and these people anyway it's gone now doesn't mean anything (laughs) you know i mean yeah i I think that was sort of my like my initial first reaction to the Mm. line but i suppose yeah a lot of my rereading of it has come from like the rest of the story is so invested in those small moments that Mm. it seems odd to have that as your final message Mm. that you would write so beautifully about all these small moments in the world and at the last second go but it's all meaningless bye (laughs) (laughs) it's like maybe it's like an exercise in masochism whereas it's sort of but i think the thing is like just just because something's meaningless doesn't mean it has to be meaningless to you no you can choose you can choose to maybe yeah. that's the whole point of the line. You can choose to invest meaning back into these beautiful moments. Yeah. Or not. Exactly. I'm not. 
Okay. <laughs> That's fine. No, I loved this story. <laughs> it was very meaningful. You know, if anything, like one line that really stuck with me, and maybe this is just something because I've realized I do it in life a lot, is is the gunshot heels on the on the footpath. Mm. Because whenever I'm wearing heels, all I can do is listen to the noise. Yes. Yeah. And it has to be right. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In rhythm. It reminds me of, um, there's a description I'm not sure if it's in a film or a book, but it's of like the clicky clackers. Yeah. Like the clicky clacking girls. And whenever I'm wearing heels, I'm like, oh, I'm a clicky clacky girl. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, that was lovely. So yeah. that was Movements by Alana Hicks. Which you can find in the Spineless Wonders anthology Flashing the Square, which is on shortaustralianstories.com.au. And we are supported by Australia Council for the Arts. Yes, we are. And if you would like to let us know about what you thought of the ending or the story, please let us know on our Facebook group, Coffee Podcast. And rate, review and subscribe because that's what podcasters are meant to say these days. I'm not really sure. But, you know, feel free if you want. Five stars. Stay caffeinated. Stay caffeinated. <laughs> <laughs>